How dare they? Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AdCast, a podcast for the study of modern visual culture. I'm your at-home chef, Soup. And I'm your Tosan Renu, also known as your Papa Uwe. <laughs> My Papa Uwe! <laughs> this week, Ad stands for Adult Teacher, because we'll be talking about sweetness and lightning. But before we get into that, what have we been up to? Oh my god, Soup. Okay, <laughs> I was gonna so say, it sounds like you've kind of been up to a lot in the last, like, two weeks, because you you sound like you've been very busy. I've been so tired. Uh, yeah, it's, um, I finally finished moving. I have, like, one nice. thing left in my old apartment, like, and a couple of boxes, mm-hmm. and then I've been, like, cleaning it up, and then, like, Yes. Uh, yep. This Thursday, I'll be completely moved out, like cleaned out, like leaving my keys and everything. Nice, nice. <sighs> I know what that process is like. I just finished mine. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> Y'all moved back home. I'm I'm all I'm all settled, and I I did some cleaning the other day. Uh, but yeah. Oh good. I'm relieved for you. <laughs> <sighs> it was pretty rough, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, moving is so not fun, and it was like, like especially not fun this time for some reason. And so I'm like, now I'm determined because this time I was on the fence about like potentially hiring movers and whatnot. But I think next time, yes, I am definitely yeah. going to hire a mover. It is. It's it's <laughs> one of those things that you always think you can do yourself, and then halfway through you're like, why did why yeah. didn't I just hire movers? Like really, it's right. just it's just worth it. Right, exactly. It is. And and you look at the price tag and you think, oh my god, like four hundred, five hundred dollars to hire some movers. I'll just do it myself. Like it's Right, but so that's expensive. like four hundred or five hundred dollars that comes out of your body. Exactly. And when you're in the thick of moving, you're like four hundred, five hundred dollars is nothing. <laughs> yeah. Ev- everything else is already so expensive. You might as well yeah. just you might as well just make it easier on yourself. Yeah. I was uh, Many months before this, um, I was watching a video on Rachel and June's channel uh, uh-huh. where they got sponsored by these uh, movers because they were moving to a new apartment. And um, because they were living in Japan, they they found a moving company that was just like, they had it, everything like down pat. Like it was uh-huh. it's insane. You guys need to go watch this video if you haven't seen it. But it is the most idyllic version of a moving service that I've ever seen. They padded the walls, they padded the floors, like everything. They were super clean. They got, they had like Japanese old ladies come by and do the inventory and do the gentle packing for you. And then they got a team of young people that come by and move in your stuff like into boxes and they'll draw on the boxes, like how your desk was arranged. And so then they'll put it like numerically, they'll put like, you know, how everything was sorted. And then they'll use color coded tape to make sure like everything goes to the right location and it's all organized and oh my god and they're so fast (laughs) 
this is the kind of thing that doesn't exist here. Like, I know. That is so ridiculously Japanese. I know. It is. And I'm like, why? We need this here. Oh, my gosh. And I understand, like, it'd probably be, like, super expensive or whatever. But it's also, like, people would pay for that. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> I, I mean, the, the, like, the thing about it is, like, it's just kind of... um. It's it, there's a slight difference in the way that I feel like services like that are handled here and there. Yes. Yeah. Where like services here tend to just be that people just want them as cheap as possible. Right. Whereas yeah. In in Japan they kind of like expect the like works. Right. And they, I and mean, they that, kind and of that's do totally the totally fair. Right? Yeah. At the same time though, I feel like there are people here who end up not hiring movers because they're tired of their stuff getting broken, right? Because of the yeah, movers or yeah. something. And so I, I feel like at least those people would want to hire a more professional service that they know they would be taking care of. Like, oh, my God, they had like cozies for like every kind of size <laughs> furniture, soupy, <laughs> like custom little cozies. Custom cozies. Yes. <laughs> my goodness. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what it is. We just don't pay that much methodical attention to detail here. Yeah. It's a shame. It's a shame. It's a shame. Anyway, that's what I was fantasizing about while I was moving. <laughs> you know what? That's that's very fair. <laughs> yeah, other than that, uh, I'm excited. I've been at my new place for like a week now, and it's been mm-hmm. nice. Uh, well, that's that's good. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Mm-hmm. You'll be staying there for the foreseeable future. Yeah, and, you know, until something happens, I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> uh, yeah. What are you up to? Uh, well, I've I've also been doing the moving stuff. I had to get all my stuff out of the the house I was staying in for school, and yes. unfortunately, <laughs> um, the first night I got there, like I got there at night, and then I slept on my bed. And then I, the next day, uh, in the process of cleaning, disposed of my bed because I didn't have anywhere to put it. And, and, you know, I didn't really, like, the thing is, I feel like it's easy to get rid of a desk and a chair because people need desks and chairs. But, like, obviously, and for obvious reasons, people are a little bit more reluctant to uh, sleep on secondhand beds. Oh, yeah, for sure. Which is, like, very, very fair. Um, But as a result, I just ended up, having to dispose of it and oh you weren't able to like donate it well i wouldn't know where to donate it and even if i did know where to donate it it would it did not fit in my car before i destroyed it like i had to dismantle (laughs) the the thing layer by layer to like actually get it into my car to dispose of it was a lot of work but i did it uh well in the future i guess there are services where they'll pick it up from your house like if yes, you want to yeah. get rid of like a mattress or whatever, they'll pick it up and they'll uh, bring it to like their charity or whatever, and then they'll yeah, I I, it, I I kind of figured that there would be something, but we yeah, no one in no one else in the house figured out if there was anything like that, so I just kind of okay took matters <laughs> into my own hands, right? But yeah, I uh, I just like the problem is that it is about a two hour drive down there and a two hour drive back up there with mm. i would say a normal amount of traffic if it's mm-hmm. like one in the morning or whatever and there's no cars whatsoever it takes an hour and a half but like okay. traffic really really does begin to catch up so basically 
I had to go down two more times after the first time I went down, which means I, I drove a total of 12 hours back and forth. Oh my God. And my, on, like, by the time, the last time I got there, honestly, I was just so done with anything because, like, I was going down basically every other day to, to help clean. And some of those days got really intense because, like, we, we just had to scrub everything down. And, right. My God, we left that house cleaner than when we found it. Good. And, um, unfortunately, they're still taking a little bit of money out of our deposit to clean the carpet, which I think is just normal for any place that has a carpet. Yes. I think yes. it's just the folly of having a carpet. Yeah. You know, I was, I was sort of like, you know, like two years ago or so, I was kind of on board with, with having carpets, and, and now I'm just over them. Now hardwood is uh, is the way to go. Right, exactly. I have long since moved on to preferring hardwood over yes. any kind of carpet whatsoever. I, I, I mean, mind you, I, I do have some amount of reason for wanting that because um, hardwood is worse about uh, like room echo when you're recording. But, you know, uh, my my room is small enough that it doesn't really matter and like my bed takes up most of it so luck and also my mic is good so right <laughs> luckily, exactly like, I like kind that's of, a lot easier to mitigate <laughs> yes i i kind of um have have gotten very much uh around that but it used to be a, a lot it used to be kind of more of a concern when i was still on on the yeti because that thing sure. picks up everything and it will echo right. throughout right. the whole room anyway um but yeah i uh, honestly i got into a i got a little bit of flack from my housemates because they were like, well, like you didn't clean like as well as you should have. You know, you didn't check one last time. And like, yeah, obviously I left I left a rag in the room and I forgot to close the windows and to double check it. But it's like oh, I, I was had driven 10 hours at that point that week and I was just so fried. Right. So, I mean, because like everybody else who who was there basically is an hour away, right? And it's like it's kind of easy to say like, well, you should have been more careful if you don't drive double the distance and time, right? <laughs> anyway, um yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh that's that I spent a lot of time doing that. It mm -hmm. was exhausting, but honestly, mm -hmm. the most exhausting part was by far having to drive. That was the worst part. Yeah. Um I am Oh god, I in the sort of limbo between having like not having a job, right? Um mm -hmm. the like the neat limbo, the post graduation neat limbo. Mm -hmm. So I uh am <laughs> unfortunately I've also taken on a task this week that I started doing today where for today, tomorrow and the day after it, I will have to drive about 40 minutes to a house that my parents are in the process of selling um, because they're realtors and I have to go and water the flowers because it's, it's really hot there. So they will die unless they are watered every single day. They are thirsty little mm. boys. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, I accepted money to do that from my parents. <laughs> <laughs> so unfortunately I'm constricted to more driving. Your neat life. My <laughs> life. At least I'm at least I'm keeping busy, um, and yeah. it, it, hopefully something something is on the horizon. Anyway, 
<laughs> Aside from that, uh, my friend came up from uh, where she lives because she was interviewing for a job up here in Northern California. Ooh. So that's that's pretty exciting. Um, it is. Uh, I mean, she has the job now, so she's she's just gonna <gasps> live. Uh, Congratulations! Close enough, yeah. <laughs> Um, that was exciting. And to celebrate, yeah. we, we all went out to, uh, I dragged out uh, my friend to an izakaya. <gasps> izakaya, yes. And uh, it was ridiculous. Like, <laughs> I, I, was, I was kind of, okay, so basically I went to this place because um, my friend doesn't, like, like ramen, but the other friend I was with is my, like, uh, ramen partner in crime mm-hmm. so we tour ramen places uh, around and this izakaya was on my on my list of ramen places to try because apparently they have mm-hmm. really good ramen and so you know I was I was expecting like you know pretty good food and then I would just like wash it down with with some beers right you know that was how mm-hmm. I was expecting my night to go okay so First of all, um, <laughs> the the beer was was awesome. Like it was, oh. it was really great. I think it was like it was uh, called Kagawa Blanc, mm-hmm. and it was like it, it it was a very gentle like Japanese beer, but then it had like these really interesting complex like citrus notes, and it was like a little little spicy. It was really good. Hmm. And then the food came, and it was like. The best thing I've eaten in like months. <laughs> Frankly, it was a little That's ridiculous. Awesome. That's great. It was a little ridiculous how good all of the food was. Like all of the food was really good. Yum yum um, yum yum. I had some. Uh, I think. Uh, I think it's called like uh, nonkutsu karaage or nyonkutsu. I don't remember. Um, but it's like it's like the little cartilage bits that they fried into into karaage, which is like oh. something that's not like. You know, not your not your average every day. Like everybody knows what a karaage is, no, yeah. right? That's the kind of stuff you eat if you grew up with Asian with an Asian family. You yeah, know? <laughs> it's like you you eat the cartilage and, and yeah, all they the, like all the give stuff. me that bone and they'll gnaw on the cartilage. <laughs> right? They'll like they'll. That's exactly like when my when my mom and I go out to eat, yep. eat chicken. Like there's it's just bones left. It's just bones left. But yeah. Um, that was really good. Uh, mm-hmm. Some scallop sashimi, which was like a mind-blowingly awesome. Ooh. Like, Renny, you don't understand. It was like I was eating a delicious, sweet slice of the ocean heaven. Like, if the, the ocean, ocean if the ocean floor was a cake, <laughs> that was what it was like eating. I imagine it was so you good. just like bouncing off of this giant I, like mattress of a scallop. <laughs> I, I legit had like a I had like a a, a shokugeki no soma moment That's what where I was like thinking. I had to <laughs> I ate it and like I had to like stop for a moment and like put my head in my hands and just like <sighs> and then your clothes flew off <laughs> and then my all my clothes flew off. Um, luckily, that was just in the vision that I had after eating it. But every, yeah, every every piece of food I had there was just mind blowing. The ramen was really, really good, and the pork was maybe the best piece of pork I've ever had in my life. It was so good. Mm. The texture of it was like it was like so it was fried braised pork belly, right? So it's like the braised like you know kakuni pork belly, 
um, that they mm-hmm. have sometimes in, in ramen places, except mm-hmm. they coated it in like, I'm guessing potato starch because that's what they usually coat karaage in. And then they mm-hmm. deep fried it and it was like so crispy. And then when you got to the inside, it was like I was drinking the pork renu. It was so <laughs> melty. I There was nothing for me to chew. It was like crunch and then like soup. And then soup. <laughs> and every every other part of the ramen was also really good. Mm. But like that pork was just like, I flew away into an ocean of pork. <laughs> yeah, so... Carried from the scallop to the pork. <laughs> Anyway, that's uh, that's what I've been up to. Still thinking about that food, oh. honestly. Oh, you actually reminded me of um, a really delicious lunch I had today because we were supposed to go to an izakaya, but we instead ah. opted to go to this um, this small restaurant that hand makes their noodles. Mm. And for the life of me, I could not remember what this place was called and so i hadn't been there for like two years and then one of my coworkers was just like yeah i take my dad to this place and they hand make the noodles and i was like oh, i bet that's the one <laughs> and, noodles. And, and it was the one because we both remembered uh so uh after they make the noodles um like like the you know they put together the the dough for the noodles and everything and they're ready to cut it they have this like mannequin thing that like has an oh, arm yeah. that, that shaves the noodles, right? Yes, yes. I know I know <laughs> yes. about this. Yes, 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 yes. 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 And so it looks creepy as heck. And so we Oh, would... it's super nightmare fuel. <laughs> so we both remembered this mannequin. We were like, I bet it's the same place. And sure enough, <laughs> when we get there, it's the exact same place. And they have the clear window so you can see them like making the noodles and then you yes. can see them oh, gosh. give it to the mannequin and the mannequin shaves <laughs> it down. <laughs> it's like it, it looks creepy because it looks like a like a uh what you a mannequin you might see from like an 80s department store right but mm. it has like a chef's hat on and it's just kind of like <laughs> looking at you but it has like a cleaver in its hand because that's the blade that it uses to freaking shape the noodles <laughs> yeah, yeah i i don't remember why i know about these but i've definitely heard of this as like a thing it's, it's a thing, uh, but yeah, it was super yummy. Like the noodles were like thick and delicious, and they absorbed all the broth, which was mm. awesome. Like not not in a soggy way, but like in a we got all the flavor you need kind of way. Uh, and um, uh, we ordered a bunch of appetizers too. We had tofu skewers, which were like uh, kind of tangy but savory, and they had like a nice bouncy texture on the outside, and they were soft on the inside. Super yummy. Uh, because tofu absorbs flavor like a freaking sponge. And mm, uh, lamb skewers and squid skewers, which they even, when they gave us the squid skewers, because they were like little tentacles, you know, uh-huh. uh, they gave us a pair of plastic, like, kid scissors to, like, cut the, <laughs> cut the squid. <laughs> I was like, this is cute. This is what we do at my house. So, yeah, I'm, I'm used to this. <laughs> That's valid. Uh, yeah, and of course we had uh, uh, scallion pancakes. Oh my gosh, mm, so good! Scallion pancakes. Oh, yeah. I made I scallion the, pancakes uh, once. Did you? Yeah, they're super yummy. One day <laughs> I decided to make uh, scallion pancakes and like breakfast crepes. Mmm. For breakfast. 
Yeah. Very tasty. Ah, I love them. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, I had the, uh, it was like a stewed pork kind of noodle, like, like, like with shaved noodles, and then they had like bok choy with it. Mm. Oh my gosh, so good. Like the pork was all tender, and they still had like some of the pork fat on it, you know? Oh, oh so good. <laughs> Which is. <Pork. laughs> Of course, during this episode is when we gush about food. So you know, (laughs) that's true. It is. It is a very fitting episode. Yeah. Yeah. To talk about that. Yeah. (laughs) To be fair, I think about food all the time. Uh, I think it's a great thing to to have an appreciation for because it's. It's well, like a I mean, thing that you have to have every day, right? To, to, to be fair, our last episode was also about Bon Appetit. Listen, so like, I blame you. I blamed you for that episode. So, like, we're we're we're. It's just it's been a food month. That's all. <laughs> August is. Food you know what month. we're passionate about. <laughs> I'm. I love food. I'm passionate about yeah. food. I have a. Yeah. I have a definitive like ranking list of ramen places around here. Yeah. I'm still trying more every day. Not every, every day, because I don't, I don't have money, but like every now and again I will try a new one. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Anything else you've been up to? That, that's it. That's what it? about you? <laughs> I, mm, not, nothing else. Really. I've just been playing more Fire Emblem. Uh, I've mm. been making my way through the Golden Deer route. Which is interesting. There's a lot of um, the the side quests are are much more interesting than the main quest. I think mm. because they're more about um, they sh- okay they reveal a lot more about the the like outer lore of the game and and I think that's pretty interesting. Um, mm. There was something that I like. There was an interaction even that I like probably missed. Um, because I didn't realize it would be an interaction until, uh, after a certain other thing happened, but like, Ooh, it's actually quite interesting. I think I'm enjoying it a lot, but I'm, uh, I'm on chapter like 17, so I still have like a bunch of chapters left. Mm. Uh, but once I get through that, I think I will be able to think about, uh, I might do blue lions next. Okay. And then I'll do the church route last, and I'll just kind of be depressioed. Depressioed. I, <laughs> I I don't know. It sounds like the ending to the the church route is not a very happy one. Oh. I mean, not that any of them can particularly be happy. I guess all things considered, but like, mm. yeah, it it sounds especially depressing. I can't wait to hear back about it. <laughs> Yeah, in like two months when I finally finished yeah. the game. Yeah. I'll I'll get back to you about it. Alright. Yeah. Let's talk about sweetness and lightning. Let's talk about sweetness. Oh, wait, wait. There is one last thing we forgot to talk about. Uh one last thing we forgot to talk about. Which is okay. that you and I are playing D D now. We're playing D D together. We're playing D D <laughs> together now. I'm running a game for Renu. Yeah, and just other for people. me. Just just Renu. No, it's just for Renu. <laughs> Yeah, we're playing D D together. It's super fun. It's fun. We had one session together so far, yes. and it was fun. I'm looking forward to more. 
<laughs> Theoretically, that might be uploaded somewhere at some point. But we'll see. Maybe. But we'll, yeah, see. we'll see. I'll, I'll let you know when that happens. <laughs> I'll let you know when that happens. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, Sweetness and Lightning, or in the Japanese, Ama Ama to Inazuma, is a heartwarming slice-of-life manga created by Giro Amagakure about a single father cooking for his daughter after the death of his wife. And for the sake of this episode, we're just going to talk about the 12-episode anime from 2016, and it... Makes me feel all of the emotions. Like, <laughs> all of them. Like, rewatching this, like, Holy the crap. first episode, I, I was I, crying. <laughs> oh my, okay, I don't, I don't know what it is, but, like, when I was, when I watched it the first time, it was, yeah. um, and this might just be, I think this is a show that's really good on a rewatch, too, because yes, it's so it comfy, is. and you're a lot more invested the second time around, yes, and it makes you a lot you sadder the second time around. Yeah. Cause like, <laughs> I th- it's it's so good, but I think it's even better on a rewatch. And yeah, like maybe I've become softer or something. But like, that's it's, what I felt like. I was like, did I become softer in my felt, old it, age? I was. It felt like I was a lot more susceptible to like. Oh, I know. <laughs> I just. I think it's just the series like itself that just kind of like because your investment in these characters is so large that even. Watching it back and knowing everything about them, I mean, you still you your your investment is therefore like even doubly increased. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, Demon Slayer also makes me cry. So like maybe I am just becoming softer. Maybe you are just soft. I didn't cry during Demon Slayer, so that's you. Oh, <laughs> uh, there's there are so many moments where I'm like, oh. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. It's not so, a particularly sad anime, Sweetness no, and Lightning. No. It, it's, it is it's not just like overwhelming with feelings sometimes because it's just, not sad you know. per yeah. se. Like it's not like overly right. tragic. It's just right. you're just there are very like clear moments where you're like poignantly yes. reminded about yes. like how sad this sort of thing is. Yeah. And that's also like I think the characterization is just so strong that Oh it is, yeah. Sometimes you just like you you look at these characters and and you feel how strong their love is for each other and i feel like that that really gets to me oh. and it's so weird because i never feel it from many other shows but sometimes when that kind of bond is like so apparent in a way that isn't like obnoxious you know or is not yeah. like overly done that it's like it feels like a genuine exploration right and in which case i just get so emotional dude. well the, the dynamic <laughs> is is just so sweet like it's so yes. it's so good i i yes. think in in a lot of ways uh what What's like really good about it is like I think the progression of it is is really good. Like Yeah. It it's very it's a very soft show, even when yeah. it's even when it's making you sad. It's like you know what it is? It's sad in a very gentle way. Yeah. Which is like Gimme give it to me. <laughs> I'll eat it up forever. <laughs> but it's also like uh, for the most part a very happy show. It's it's yes. not meant to be very like dramatic or whatever. It's just exploring these characters and they did have something sad happen to them, but it's it's mostly about them just being together and, and being happy together. Um. Yeah. So completely unrelated, but I did look up this mangaka. And yes. she has written a lot of yaoi. <laughs> I, after you 
said that, I went and looked up her Baka updates, and holy cow. Like, there's, there, <laughs> like I swear to God, about 90% of it is, is like, Shonen Ai or Yaoi. It's, it's Shonen Ai or Yaoi, and then the other, the other, like, 10% is, is just... Like you know, there's some there's some I mean, seinen, there's some shoujo, and a couple of shoujo eye. But let's mostly. let's let's be fair though. I feel like I feel like that was that should have been obvious from the way that the father is designed. Like <laughs> it it looks like that. It looks like he is just supposed to like end up with another dude. I mean, after you know? the tragic, loss. right? Ex- exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's set up so perfectly for that. Anyway, um. <laughs> Complete, complete what aside. If, what I if this author makes a spin-off? Uh-huh. <laughs> just like, you know, maybe sometime after the completion of this, this series, just decides, you know what, we're going to lean into this. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, I mean, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah I would, I, I, I mean, yep, 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 yep. I'd read it. <laughs> I probably would, too, I think. I, yeah. would, I would be curious as to whether the author handles like emotional, I don't know, just emotions in general as as thoroughly or as fluidly in their other works as in this one. Because if they do, then I feel like I'd basically read anything by them. <laughs> I get, yeah, that's that's true. Um, so the core premise of this show revolves around teacher Kohei Inuzuka learning to cook for his daughter Tsumugi months after the death of his wife. He unwittingly ends up enlisting the aid of Iida Kotori, which is one of his students, I guess, whose mother owns a restaurant but seems to spend most of her time as, like, a celebrity chef or, like, a culinary expert on TV. It's a thing, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. And... Like I have, I have to get this out of the way. Is like every time I watch this show, I'm like I brace myself for how uncomfortable the like teacher student dynamic is gonna yes. be. Because like, it, like it's it's like set up to just be so. I you know like it, yeah, it's I know. so I, I, it would I, be so easy for it to like heavily venture into exactly. uncomfortable territory. And I don't know how the manga ends up treating it, but I feel like at least with the anime. They know, <laughs> and they 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 even have like the the uh, they have a Kohei like basically address it. He's just like this is like uncomfortable. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, I'm literally a stranger, but also like, is it okay? Like, I'm a I'm a teacher going to my students, you know, house basically, right? Going to right. a restaurant, so. Is this okay? <laughs> this feels <Yes>. not okay. <laughs> it, it very much kind of like on a surface level definitely feels not okay. <laughs> but yeah. like, I, I think that the show handles it like as well as you as well as it could. You know? Yeah, I don't like, remember any moments where it, fan services Kotori in any way. No, um, no, right? It's it's not yeah. like I, I, I get the feeling that like the sort of trajectory of it is that she's gonna be like sensei i love you but like it 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 never feels like he's like returning those feelings which would be like like because i think it's okay if you have a um like if you have a sort of like one-sided thing because you know that's like a thing that happens you know that's a thing that happens kids kids will latch on to adults in their life because Right. You know, they just form emotional attachments to them. Um, right. It's just, you know, we draw the line when we we draw the line when the 
adult doesn't act appropriately on those feelings. Exactly, you know? exactly. Which and it feels like he l- he's pretty responsible. Luckily, question mark. <laughs> luckily, at the very least, he's just oblivious enough that it doesn't it it doesn't really factor. Like yeah. if nothing else. If nothing else, he does not recognize that she would have feelings for him. Right. It's like th- thank, I hope thank it's God, thank way. Jesus. Yeah. I. Uh, I'm I don't. So I don't know. It, yeah, uh, it's always a little bit like, yeah. I mean, I I think they they work around it well enough. Like, you know, they they have the whole thing where it's like, is this like okay if I do this? And the mm. other teacher's like, yeah, yeah, I guess that's fine. You know, like mm. you probably. <laughs> it's just like, I I don't I still don't really I don't know. But you know, it's. Luckily, it's handled in a way where it's not very uncomfortable to watch, because otherwise yeah. I, it, would be, it would be unwatchable. Right. I, I do like the fact that at least the first time that he goes over there and a little bit afterwards, um, he's very plainly uncomfortable. And he's yes, awkward. he's very apologetic about <laughs> yes. imposing. Yes. And it's it's a lot of tension in that regard uh, that eventually kind of smooths over once they actually form like like an actual bond like a, a friendship or whatever at least familiarity right <laughs> yes yeah yeah and I yeah mean, it's, it's very plainly evident that he's only there to to be able to learn how to cook for his daughter so yes yes that, yeah. which is which is good which is good <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, it stresses so me out wound up intense about it we're like don't ruin this for us <laughs> it's listen japan did this to me I know. Listen, oh my gosh, they the 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 mom isekai that we were so wound up about. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. I've heard things. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I was like, Japan, this is why. This is why we get so worried whenever like this, anything. <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things. This is why we can't trust you anymore. <laughs> no. No! What? <laughs> you had one job! <laughs> Listen, it's fine if you, if you, like, here, here's the thing, it's like, it's, it's, I think it's fine if you fanservice the character, it's just not fine if, like, the fanservice is not for us. <laughs> like, yes, exactly. It's, and it's fine I if think... you want to, if you want to titillate yeah. your audience however right. you, you please, right. like, what whatever. Right. That's your that's your prerogative. Yes. yes. It's just did you have to? Like did it have to <laughs> Did you have to show it in a different way towards the characters in the show? <laughs> um yeah, I haven't verified for myself. Okay. So just, well, me, just me neither. So, that, you know, so. there's uh, yes. But. Yeah, but you know, concern. Um, concern. At, at the very least, we can say for for certain, as far yeah. as the twelve episode anime goes, this is perfectly safe to watch. Yes, there's no uncomfortable power dynamics happening. And as far as we have heard about the manga, which I I don't know a whole lot about, at least it doesn't usagi drop or anything weird like okay. that. Like, yes, I I think that that's 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 yes. <laughs> that would be even worse because, like, God, I ah, ah. help us. God help me. <laughs> yes, I, 
I have faith that this will not Usagi drop. Um, mostly yeah. because, you know, it's a heartwarming series done about, like, y- you know, like, an actual genetically related father-daughter. There's at least You know that, what it's I like? Guess. So, Innocent Lightning <laughs> is like, it, it's like reverse fruit basket. <laughs> uh... Anyway, uh, I guess so. (laughs) Yes, yes. So I I will say that I think that the the core of this show is really strong. Yeah. Because the the core of it is the emotional relationship between um, uh, Tsumugi and her dad and Mm -hmm. about the, the way they like care for each other. And also, I think that Tsumugi is just like the best written child character like period like she's she's great yeah i think Uh, i i think it's it's a little bit like i feel like you don't really get a lot of a ton of like like really uh in-depth depictions of children in anime right they it's it's interesting because i was actually thinking the same thing because you know i've been able to babysit for kids and whatnot and since i was a teenager and a kid's mannerisms is yes. they're, they're quite particular like even they, even amongst like a range of children there there's just certain things that they do and i feel like this anime captures it pretty well what they go wrong with in other series is that they'll make the child way too mature way too articulate etc cetera, etc cetera. they don't handle that dynamic between an adult and a child very well like it feels yes. like oh yes almost like two adults or like some kind of weird sub adults like <laughs> that's all <laughs> teenagers feels, are sub adults right. yeah or like the kids like you know <laughs> i i do know what you mean though i do know what you mean like children yeah. tend to be written through the perspective of adults who are notably yes. bad at understanding children right and I <laughs> and if, I, if it I feels think, like with yes yeah, go ahead well the thing is that I think that you're right about the mannerisms is that there's a very particular and specific but like kind of consistent logic by which children operate yeah. where they like they perceive things in a certain way that yeah. adults don't and I think we right. get that perspective uh, like right. coming through like Sumigi is a very well written character right. The voice actress for her is Rina Endo, who did uh, Hina in Barakaman. Which I also love. I love that series also so much. Good, also a good child. Yes. It's freaking one. Oh, my God. Barakamon. Anyway. I also this is this is also the voice actress I think of every time I think of a child, like an anime child. Although yeah, she actually had, she has not voiced that many people like hmm. these. Uh, um, Sumugi and Hina are like the two like high profile anime ones other than that she's like like a proper child actress like on tv yeah. <laughs> so yeah yeah um i i like the thing is that every every aspect of her is executed really well like the writing really understands the way that children can sometimes just be kind of unreasonable do you know what i mean yeah yeah like like you get you get why they're acting a certain way um, yeah, but they're also being unreasonable because they're children. 
and yeah, they don't understand or whatever. And it's <laughs> it's really backed up by the voice acting because it's so it is. so good. Yeah, the acting is excellent, and I I feel like the story and and the acting they just go hand in hand because I mean sometimes Sumugi is written in in a great way in terms of like sometimes children are really keyed into how you're feeling and yeah. they they give you like exactly what you need at that moment like Sumugi keys into her father's stress like like sometimes like exactly like when he needs support and he feels really alone and she's like, oh yeah kids oh, kids better? for sure pick <laughs> yeah. up on that kind of stuff too yeah exactly and sometimes the child is feeling like you know really grumpy or you know is really needy or or like won't stop crying and the the parents super duper stressed out but you know the kids in distress too and so you're both in distress and it's just a lot of <laughs> a lot of emotions and i feel like this anime goes through all of that and it's amazing <laughs> cuz i haven't yes, seen it in any yes. other series you know in any other anime at least oh man <laughs> yeah i i there's like i i think there's like just a a shocking depth to which the character is written yeah like god knows that children <laughs> can sometimes just not be written well yeah <laughs> that, goes with, that sort of goes with that saying um but like yeah uh i just i don't know i i think that there's there's a like it, it's a, it's it's a benefit of character writing um because I think that Tsumugi is, is probably the best written character um, in in the show. In the show, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I also think that, like, I don't know. I, there, I, I'm not sure what, what kind of, like, research the, the mangaka did to, like, right. like, write about this. Like, maybe she has a right. child. I don't know. But, like, yeah. it's so keyed into the very yeah. specific like struggles of child rearing and especially like yes. the the stress that somebody will get from being you know the the only mm -hmm. the, oh, the only parent right suddenly yeah. taking on the responsibilities of both parents and yeah. and how your child reacts to not like the the show is very subtle about the way that it writes uh Tsumugi's emotional response right. to coming to terms with her mom's death. Right. And I think that's that's one of the the great things about this show that makes it yeah. so good and that makes yeah. the the tragedy of it feel so gentle where yes. It's like over the course of the series, you know, you're coming to terms with it mm -hmm. as much as, you know, the the uh, the the family is coming to terms with it. And yeah. Yeah, there is there's definitely like I don't know. It it's a very I feel I feel a ton of empathy when I watch this show. Oh yeah. It like absolutely. overflows all my emotions. Yes. It like floods them out of my body and I'm like <laughs> Yes. It, it it's it's interesting because in this latest uh anime season we also watched that uh, anime with the uh I kill an overlord for my daughter or whatever that Yes. That anime. Oh god, yes. <sighs> Comparing, if you oh, the, were to watch the, the, the no, first no episode of that of that anime and the first episode of this anime, not only does this anime have like so much happen in one episode, 
but also the characterization is insane. Like the differences oh, it's so are just good. Yeah. crazy. And you could argue like, oh, I mean, Tsumugi and her dad, like that's her biological dad. Like obviously they've had a bond for like years now and whatever, whatever. But like in the Overlord anime or whatever, the girl just had a tragic death. Like her dad died. And then this boy comes along. He's like, hey, I'm going to take care of you. I'm 18 years old. <laughs> so, like, and the way that they characterize her, the girl. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, OK, I th- I think to be fair, that's because they're getting ready for the Usagi drop. I think the, the implication. Really? I, I think the implication in that show is supposed to be that, like, she has never perceived that dude as her dad right really you think that's where they're gonna go with it i don't remember if this if it's that one that i was thinking of or if it's a different manga that i'm thinking of or if it's the other manga that has the same premise that i'm thinking there's a lot of these i okay i don't think dudes should be allowed to write father-daughter series anymore they obviously (laughs) cannot be trusted they obviously have disappointed at every turn <laughs> like God, do you, you know what I mean? <laughs> like the only the only father daughter stories that that dudes can write are are the Last of Us. That's the only one. Like like and and by the Last of Us, I, I'm using the Last of Us as like the formulaic like father daughter relationship. Um, the the sort of like found family father daughter relationship, which is the same one that is in Logan. It's the same one that's in I don't know any movie in in the West. We have a lot of these for some reason, where it's the only time yeah. you get to show your emotions as a gruff man is it's when the you hotness adopt now, a, yeah, it's, it's or the, in the past couple of years, it's the real yeah. hotness. But I think yeah, in total comparison and in contrast to that kind of uh, that kind of genre, there are like so few qualms about emotional vulnerability in this show which Mm -hmm. like you know the dad is not like a gruff tough guy he's just like a he's just like a tired man he's a tired single dad yeah he's just a tired single dad he's just he's doing his best like he does a ton of he does a ton of work he still tries to find time to like hang out with his daughter and like like seeing that that his his daughter is like kind of despondent about the fact that they don't get to really have like home cooking anymore like learns how to do home cooking you know there's there's a lot to be said about the way that they handle the um, the approach of like um of labor in this show because i think it would be very easy for a a series like this um in a series like this for katori basically just to become mom too right exactly whereas that's not what's happening yeah whereas what's actually happening is that she is basically along for the journey for her own reasons yes and helping you know the the dad become able to to provide for for his daughter and like yeah you know there is there is a kind of element of like you know um the sort of um, like uh, invisible emotional labor, right? Because like the traditional, you know, heteronormative uh, distribution of responsibility puts all of that child rearing stuff on on the mother, right? Mm-hmm. And so you know you have a situation here where you know the mother is not in the picture, so the father has to take up both of those 
uh, roles. And yeah. I think a lot of series can handle it in kind of a clumsy way. Uh, yeah. And I, I, I think that in this one, he is clumsy, but it's not handled in a clumsy way. Right. Yeah. And there, there's a very marked difference between those. Yes. Yeah. Oh. There's there's definitely something about there's definitely something about like his role as as a parent and the kind of uh, almost subversive nature of it. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Can you tell this manga was written by a woman? I, I can. <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> like. Uh, yeah, I. Like, I, I don't know. I, I really appreciate, like, works like this that deal with, you know, heavy stuff, but not in a way that is it feels like um, overly, overly tragic. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. As here, like, and this is this is my hot take, right? This is this okay. is maybe one of the hottest takes that I have oh, is that boy. as much as <laughs> as much as like, um, Clannad after story is like held up as like one of the like gold standards of of like emotional tragic anime. I, I'm kind of over it. Do you know what I mean? Like the the way that the way that it progresses at the end, I'm kind of over it. It's like it feels so melodramatic for the sake of being dramatic, right? Yeah. Whereas whereas this show feels so down to earth and. Like, it's very realistic about it where, you know, the the event is is still like, you know, kind of fresh in, in their in their yeah. uh, minds. It's still yeah. occupying kind of an emotional space. And right. you can tell that the, the dynamic of the family, as much as they're trying to keep it together, has mm -hmm. has changed in, in an irreparable way. And it's about yeah. trying to find a new way to make mm -hmm. things work right yeah and that's why i'm so glad that that kotori isn't becoming a stand-in for the mother so much Ugh. as she's just becoming like another part of the family right and like you know we know that she has sort of her own feelings around like not having her family around mm -hmm. and that's that's incredibly valid right when you're when your parents are very busy and god these are these are some like real like first gen like asian american immigrant um feels though right <laughs> or it's like you know when you when your parents are are busy and working all the time it it really does you know take a toll on you uh, as as a as an adolescent you know as a child um yeah i mean you're you're taught these values since you were young at least you know from from my upbringing is that you know, family time is dinner time, right? You all gather around the dinner table to eat together, regardless of how busy you are. But even then, sometimes right. your parents are just that busy and they can't be home for dinner. And yeah. so, yeah. you for, know, I mean, that's real. <laughs> and like, yeah, it, it, it definitely I understand like the the feeling as like, uh, you know, a, a teenager, it kind of feels like especially because, you know, Kotori feels like she's. Like she's alone all the time, right? But it's not like it's yeah. necessarily an issue for her because she knows how much her mom cares, right? And yeah. and she loves food as a result of that. Yeah. But it's it's an interesting struggle for her. Right, but it, it doesn't take the it doesn't replace the the emotional needs of, of her. And right. she kind of finds that in 
in the bond between um Tsumugi and her dad and yeah. that's that's what I like about it is that she's not a replacement for her mom so much as she's just a, a just a new member of the family and that I mean yeah god you get nice positive like you know blood related family and <laughs> and found family heck yes yeah. sign me up and it's it, it I think it could be argued that you know she is attached to Kohei because you know her mom's always out so she need she wants another parental figure but it it goes in the other direction right where it she ends up being like a supporter of their little family right mm-hmm. she tries to find ways to you know to help Sumugi to help Kohei and kind of make their lives a little bit easier rather than like only selfishly looking out for herself and trying to find a substitute for her mom right so, yeah yeah, in that way, it also feels very nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it's just it's just a very comfortable like space to be because like 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 I said, the show is so gentle. Like the 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 moment to moment of it is so soft and and heartwarming and wonderful. Like it's it feels like like. It, it it's like it's like the 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 um, it's like emotional diabetes is what it feels like. <laughs> like okay. <laughs> it legit every time I watch it, it feels like my heart is being like rolled in cinnamon sugar. <laughs> like I it, I don't think it's that like that much like because that that sounds unhealthy soup. <laughs> I it makes me feel a little bit unhealthy watching it like. <laughs> It's so it's so sweet that it feels a little bit like I've just like bitten into a stick of butter. No, it's nasty. <laughs> no, but like the like the like tingling sensation in your chest when you get that, that's how I feel like when I watch it. You feel tingling in your chest when you bite into butter? <laughs> no, it's just it's, yeah, you know. Anyway, don't bite into okay, I, I, butter. Okay, I, I don't. It's just if I did. Don't. If, if I did. No, I would never compare this series to biting to a stick of butter. It's nasty. <laughs> I mean, it's not it's not that. It's just, it's just a very yeah. comfortable feeling. Um yeah. it's very heartwarming. <laughs> Any, anyway, uh, Yes. So the the main focus of the show is food. Like, you know, every, every episode they're they're pretty much making food, which is the the like moment to moment of it and and the week to week of it. And then you have the like uh sort of emotional development of of both um Kohei and Sumugi. And it's like what I kind of love about it is that it's also a really realistic view of parenting where like God, sometimes your child is just screaming and crying and you're just like, I'm tired. Right, exactly. Please That's what stop. I love about this series. It shows both sides where Sumugi is sometimes really sweet and she's in a great mood and so supportive of her dad, etc. etc. And sometimes, sometimes she's just pouty for no reason. She's a child and she's really, really emotional and you don't know what to do. <laughs> well, I, I also love that like there in in one of the episodes, you know, she she runs off when her dad is sick to like yep. you know, get help and yep. he yells at her and yep. Yep. you yep. feel that because it's yeah. it's like it feels a lot like you know Right, like you, you never want to see a, a parent yell, yell at a child, but like you can see that you know with all that concern and and stress building up that there's there's kind of like no outlet for it, and then yeah. the like and like here's the thing is like that would be understandable, but the best part about it is that afterwards, you know, he he takes her aside 
when they're cooking and he talks to her and yes. and she gets it right and it's like it shows it shows that you know it, when you're parenting you know yelling doesn't really get the point across you kind of right. have to I, actually talk to your kids on the level right and i love that it shows that obviously he's not like the ideal like right. i'm he the messes up all the example. time Right, exactly. He messes up all the time, and but you see that he is still a good dad, and that he right, tries to make up for his mistakes. Because he's always trying it. to, yeah, he's always trying yeah. to to make up for it. Yeah, right. And it's not just, yeah. well, I'm sorry, I yelled at you. You know, I won't do it in the future. It's like right. he, she, he like sat her down to have yeah. a talk, and is like, yeah. you know, I, I'm sorry, I, like I, I yelled at you because I was so concerned, and, yeah. you know, I like. I'll I'll not I, I won't do that in the future, but like you have to promise me that you won't like leave without telling me, right? And like that's right. it's very much like, you know, kids do understand more than more, more than, than you, you know. They, yeah, they yeah, absorb exactly. More than if you, you if you just assume that they won't understand and therefore you don't explain yourself, then they'll never understand you, right? Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> if you and don't like, give them a chance, you know? Right, and, and then the and the and the last episode, you know, when she's like really frustrated about not being able to like mix the okonomiyaki, right? It's like yes, oh my god, that's, that's so real. That's <laughs> such a like, that's such a childlike thing to get yes. upset about, and yes. it's handled so well because he's just like, please stop, I'm so tired, because <laughs> like he's he's had a long day. He went to go visit his wife's grave. Yeah, it's like woof, woof. Yeah, and then you know. He he, like he's like I obviously didn't handle that in like the way that was necessarily ideal, like. Yeah. But also we were in a public place, and and yeah. the fact that uh, everyone else is is willing to help him like make it up to her is is really nice. So yeah, yeah, I I think that that's so good. Like every every aspect of it is handled so well, like writing wise and and character writing wise. Because they're written like as such flawed human beings that are also trying their best and love each other and and are like doing everything in their in their power to just you know sort of get by. Yeah. Yeah, and of course, like this fits into one of my favorite genres, which is uh-huh. you know food anime. But <laughs> it really it really is like the one of the best examples of of you know of just of more than just food right like more than just mm-hmm. being able to to eat right it kind of embodies all of all of the emotional weight of food right and there and there's quite a lot of it mm-hmm. especially because you know in in the beginning of the show he's making her lunch every day it's frozen stuff yeah. but he's still you know making her lunch and he he goes yeah. out of his, his way to do it um and she's obviously like a little bit less enthused about the food because it's not like home cooked food because you know there is an aspect to home cooked food that is like just unavoidably uh emotional like there's an emotional grounding to it and i think that being in a space where you used to have your mom cook for you but now she's not there anymore and so nobody really can right like that's a mm-hmm. very harsh transition to make and yeah. it can make things feel very very dull and it really kind of you know doubles down on the the emotional weight of of the absence of that person. Mhm. I mean I mean that's why it's so so great when 
um, they go and they <laughs> they go to Kotori's place and like sh- <laughs> yeah. they just eat rice but it's like oh my so God. much I love that that's more what they than start rice. with though yes it's the basic the staple is rice and it's, if you can get it's rice, just rice right oh my god <laughs> well it's also like it's also like it's such a it, it just goes to show you that like there's more to food than just the food it, it is exactly the, the emotional uh depth behind behind it and you know eating together with somebody and mm-hmm. like making something together and like there's there's a lot yeah. of of different feelings that are baked into that that mm-hmm. also kind of you know are parallel to the the kinds of emotions in in child rearing so like mm-hmm. in many ways it's it's very similar right yeah yeah and i also like that like the the way that food is is like it kind of represents like home mm-hmm. where Sumugi basically is like um begins to perceive uh Kotori's like restaurant house as as her home in in a, in a yeah. sense right mm-hmm. as her like safe space which is why yeah. you know she runs there when when her dad is sick and that's why she refuses to leave when when you know uh he yells at her yeah and you know it just it just like yeah it it is about the creation of like an emotional space and and the value of that because obviously he he cooks for her at home afterwards right over the course of Mm -hmm. the series but the real sort of uh place that she feels like she she belongs the most is is there yeah yeah. yeah. And also just like food food is memories. I love that. And they they do a really I, I noticed this on the rewatch, but like they did they do a really cool thing where um they do that they do that like anime flashback thing where you don't get to see the character's face. Um mm-hmm. f- well, for the mom a lot. But Yes, for the mom, yeah. But the mm-hmm. one time you do see her face is when they eat the dry curry, which is her <gasps> recipe. Yes, so, I do remember that. Yes, yes. So very specifically, like there's yeah. a very strong like sense of, you know, the food is bringing back the memories. And like Yeah. Oh, it's such a good moment and like they right. both like they're both like sad about it. Like when he pulls out the cookbook and she like goes yeah. and hugs him because like, yeah. you know, he, he's looking at it and like he's thinking about it and it's like it really drives home the emotional impact of of the fact that that you know the the mother in the family just is is gone right and it's like yeah it never lingers there long enough for it to to feel like you know you're supposed to just like you know you're supposed to be sad about it it's like exactly just a gent- yes. it's like a gentle enough reminder yep. that like there there was something sad that happened right right it, like it would obviously be on their minds, right? Yeah. And and I love the fact that like initially when you see her photograph, like from the first episode onwards, that like it's it's whited out or whatever. But the fact that that's actually just part of the storytelling and not just like a cliche that they do in anime, right? right? Exactly. <laughs> because I didn't they even... do use it as a cliche in other series, yes. but this one it was very as very specific storytelling point. I was 100% <laughs> expecting it, yeah. like, just to be, like, that's just what anime flashbacks right. are like. And, and yeah, then it, like, pulls like, it okay. back around and is like, yep. oh, oh, it's there's a yeah. point to it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, yes, very, very much. I yeah. 100% agree. 
it is i don't know there's there's so much about the the way that the 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 central theme of of food as like the marker for the relationship between the father and daughter is like executed it's just so good on every level mm-hmm. and it's just i don't it's just so comfy to watch like it's it's so it it's really so comfy. comfy you get to watch like he's not even good at co- he sucks at cooking like he's just <laughs> garbage at it and like kotori is not like awesome at it either really <laughs> she <laughs> she's afraid of knives <laughs> i i also got nervous too i was like oh. i know i got nervous <laughs> That's how I feel anytime I see someone handle a knife that's not like yeah. you know. I get nervous used to it. <laughs> when I'm handling a knife too. I'm like, please don't cut myself, me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, the food looks really good. Yeah, the, they do a good the, job. The, the the like reactions to it are also really good. Oh, like they all just so love. Sweet. They love it so much. They're like yes. their eyes light up, and you're like. I'm so hungry. Oh man. I'm so hungry watching this. I love This show makes like, me so hungry. Yeah, I love when he looks at Tsumugi's face really carefully while she eats mm-hmm. to see how she likes it. And then when she like lights up, like he just like is just like, okay, I'm just gonna have a cry for a sec. <laughs> like <laughs> Oh man. Aw oh, man. So good. So good. So good. Yeah. Yeah. There are there are very few shows that I think I would just unequivocally recommend mm-hmm. to watch, and it's just like this. This is definitely one of them. Yeah. Like there is. I don't know. It, I because I feel like sometimes certain anime I have to be in a certain mood to watch, but like Sweetness and Lightning is so good. I could be like super sad, and if I watched it, I would just be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just kind of nice to watch something that has like a healthy family dynamic for once. Thanks, Japan. Thanks, Japan. You didn't heck this one up yet. Uh, We're watching. That's, that's true. <laughs> that's that's true. Well, it's it's also nice when you have something that handles um very heavy material, but in in a very gentle way and in a way mm-hmm. that is is pretty low stakes. Honestly, like. Mm-hmm. You never, you never feel like it's, it's gonna like really turn hard for the worst. Cause like even when she's throwing tantrums or not acting the best, like you, you still know that that they're gonna wrap around to like it's, it's gonna end up sweet and they're gonna like, right. make up. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Overall, just just very, very comfy show. Very good at being cooking i don't know like being being cooking (laughs) yeah because i think i think a lot of food shows even can kind of miss miss the mark on it right a lot Mm -hmm. of a lot of food shows can like they either miss the mark on it or it's not necessarily their like intended purpose like obviously the intended purpose of, of food wars is not to like bring about an emotional reaction right oh no yeah that so, boy's gonna get almost suspended so many times so many times so many times you know the only thing you should be worried about is is his gpa really <laughs> but yeah like you 
I, I feel like food shows can sometimes miss the mark because it's it's you know it is about the food, but like this show is about the food and what food represents to people, right? And I think mm-hmm. that's important. Like there yeah. is there is definitely a a charm to it that as a direct result of like how hard the conflation of of food and family and home is. And you know, I I think that the best the best series about food really key into that, right? Like Yeah. In in a sense that's that like we said this last time but like that's kind of what makes Bon Appetit so good is is the like it is the food that that the people are making but it's also kind of the the people making the food. And Right, like it wouldn't be the same without these characters or these people specifically, right? Yes, right, exactly. Yeah. Cuz like I think I think that things like like Kofuku graffiti are 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 quite similar in terms of premise and and how the progression is, but I don't think any series handles it quite as elegantly as Sweetness and Lightning does. It's yeah. like Yeah, there there are little little bitter green pepper bits sprinkled throughout, but you know, it's a beautiful, <sighs> wonderful, tasty gratin. <laughs> She hates green peppers. She just hates them so much. But she likes the ones in the curry. Oh, I love it so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I just love this series. I It's just so good. It's just so yeah. good. I mean, how how could I not? How could I not? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Uh, and I think that's... I think that's it. I, I think we'll just we'll just keep it at that. We'll keep it nice and short and sweet. Because uh, it sounds like we're about wrapped up. It sounds like you're, um, I don't know, doing stuff. I'm kind of busy a little bit. I, I got stuff going on. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, gender roles. Bad. I touched on this earlier in the episode, but like I, I like the fact that the the sort of gender role thing gets like tossed out the window. It's like dad can do dad can do this. It's fine. Dad will cook for you. Dad will yeah. make dad will sew cute patch on on mom's bag. Yeah, that was oh also really God. sweet too because like she she so didn't really sweet. want and she didn't want a new one because the, her mom made it and then like you know he's just like can can dad can dad fix this for you? And I was like. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make fucking cry. Gonna <laughs> gonna down to m- rest. M- fucking ball my eyes out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Well, that that's like I also like um, and I guess we didn't really touch on any of the other characters, but like that's that's what I really like about um the other characters is that they also have like they're kind of own perspectives and stuff going on like i like yagi a lot yes <laughs> i feel for yagi a lot really yeah because <laughs> i kind of i kind of feel like that now where i'm just like ah i'm like i'm like getting older and i just want to make food and yeah huh food <laughs> i just yep yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah relatable <laughs> very very relatable yeah it's it's very sweet i honestly i i could 
could easily down another 12 episodes. Make it make more Sweetness and Lightning anime. More Sweetness and Lightning. The manga is still ongoing, which is I think is there's awesome. like 12 volumes. There's it sounds 12 like there's volumes, quite a lot. And I actually accidentally saw the cover for like the latest volume and she uh-huh. was older <gasps> and I was screaming. <laughs> I was oh like my I can't God. look at this. Stop. I can't. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh my goodness! No oh time my progresses God. in this show. She's so big, Soupy. <laughs> oh my God! There's time progression. <laughs> I have to read all of it right I now. <laughs> I can't handle this. <laughs> also, the original art style is really cute. I know, it's really, really cute. It's super cute. Like, the anime is very, very, very cute. But the original art style is also very cute. Yeah. Yes. Oh, the anime is also really well animated. Yes, it is. I I feel like I noticed... I I feel like I get surprised by this every time, but I'm just like... Huh. I know. Everyone's animated really, really well, and like... All their little movements and stuff. They're like really dynamic and fun to watch. Yeah, and then also the the little the shark song. Oh, the shark! <laughs> oh, I love the shark song. Oh, it's it's that whole that whole sequence is so good though. Like I know so he good. yells at her at the end, but it's so good. But it was so good. Oh, uh, okay, all right. Yes, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> I know what I'm doing after this recording. Oh boy! <laughs> all right. Uh, who who are you? Where where can we find you? Who am I? Uh, I'm Renu. You can find me on Twitch and Twitter and Tumblr at Swandron, Instagram at Swan.Dron. Um, this uh, at the time of this podcast release, I will probably be at San Japan in San Antonio. Jesus Christ! So I know. <laughs> how, ma- how many cons do you have left? Is that your last one? That's my last one of the year. Oh, jeez. Uh, so. Finally, we can have Renu back. Yeah. When will Renu return from the war? (laughs) War. (laughs) When will it be over? When will Uh, it be over? (laughs) I'll be there uh, if you are in the Tejas land and you find yourself near San Antonio. Maybe come stop by. (laughs) Uh Uh, And then other than that, I'll be unpacking very slowly. (laughs) Nice. Looking at my boxes right now. Ugh. Nice, Whatever. nice, nice, nice. Yeah. How about you? You can find me all places at Literal Soup. If I'm there, it's there. I... It's there. Am... Honestly, I'm mostly just, like, watering flowers and playing d and I think that's my life right now, actually. <laughs> really, it's... That's very, like, peaceful. <laughs> I kind of... I wish it was more peaceful, honestly. <laughs> It, it sounds very idyllic, but the the sort of yeah. like you know weight of not having any money bears down pretty heavily. Because like if <laughs> if I had more, I would definitely definitely be cooking more. But I'm not because I don't have money for it. Yeah. So I'm just I'm living I'm living a little tight uh, uh, at the moment. I'm living mostly on whatever's in the house, <laughs> and occasionally I will go out to eat with my friends. So, you know, uh, 
that's where all my food budget's going and not to groceries. Oh. But that's okay. That's okay. Um, it's, it's working out, and soon, hopefully, I might have a job. Hopefully. Hopefully. Hopefully, 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 hopefully. Mm. <laughs> anyway. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> aside from that, I don't think that I'm up to anything particularly exciting. Like, I, it's not like I have anything in the pipeline um, that I have, like, uh, yeah, I don't think so. I said that I would tell you all when or if the D&D stuff goes up, if you're interested in watching that. Um, I don't have an ETA on that, but one one day. I'll I'll let you know in the episode. Uh, yeah, other than you that, get to watch us be even bigger nerds. Oh my goodness, it is. It's going to be pretty silly, honestly. I, I imagine it being pretty <laughs> silly. We're, we're a pretty silly bunch. Uh, yeah, I think aside from that, nothing much, really. I... Okay. Yep. Uh... Yeah, so why don't, why don't we wrap up? Why don't we wrap up? Okay. You can find our Twitter at AbsoluteCast. Uh, also, I just recently applied for Spotify for the podcast, and I think you, Did you? possibly might be able to find it there. <gasps> we, we, it's hard to find on like iTunes and stuff for some reason. Yeah, like, I mean, to be fair, the podcast doesn't generate a ton of traffic, so, like, uh... I mean, yeah, but, like, when I try to search for it, or when other people try to search for it on the website, it, like, doesn't come up, like, on the iTunes website. Interesting. I might... Yeah. I might have to look into that, then. Because um, that that's in- that shouldn't really be happening, I don't think. Um. Anyway, uh... I don't know if it's on Spotify or not. I applied for that, and I don't ever okay. remember hearing back. But then again, I don't remember ever checking back. <laughs> okay. So who knows? That's in the process, maybe. Okay. Uh, other than that, you can find our, our Twitter, at AbsoluteCast. You can yeah. uh, find our patient at, at Cast. Um, Shoutouts this, this episode to Gwen and Frostfall. Thank you so much. And thank you Yay, so much to everybody else who's you. listening. Our opening is by Scotty Network, and our ending is by Takamakata. All right. Are you ready, Randy? I'm ready. Okay, let's get it. Wa-de-da, wa-de-da, wa-de-da. I thought it was Sorega, wa-de-da. Was it? Is it Sorega? Sorega, wa-de-da. Listen. You know what? It's fine. The the year is almost over, and do you know what? Do you know what? Did you want to change it? Well, maybe I don't have one right now, but I will say, do you know what's mm-hmm. getting re-released? Persona 5. Mm-hmm. You know what else is getting re-released? <laughs> Yakuza 3 through 5. Yakuza 3 PS4. through 5? Oh my god, I cannot wait. <laughs> 
It's coming out next year in February. Oh, we should just man. we should just sing a different we should just sing a different Yakuza karaoke song every time. Just like end the episode. Bagamitai. Bagamitai. <laughs> what's what's the other one in in Yakuza Zero? Uh, twenty four hour Cinderella. Twenty four. That's Majima's song. Oh, it's it, really, how does that really one good. go? Um, <laughs> you kind of you should look it up actually because it's really great. Well, I remember I remember <laughs> hearing it. I just uh, I don't remember what it sounds like right now, but I kind of have an idea of it. But it's getting conflated with a different song in my mind. Hmm. Maybe we'll save that for later. <laughs> oh, isn't it like da 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 da? Uh, or was that a different maybe, thing? Yeah, I think that's different. Damn. <laughs> Bagamitai. Bagamitai. <laughs> Bagamitai. <laughs> nice. Well, uh, goodbye. <laughs> bye bye. After all that, goodbye. <laughs> See you next time. See you next time. Maybe we should do that one. That's pretty good. Really? That's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> you can you can do the you can do the outro from now on. <laughs> Give me one last one for the end of the podcast. See you next time. <laughs> Alternatively, we could just have the um, the like the like cowboy bebop gun sound. Oh, but then it's sad. <laughs> That's true. We need to we need to end on something fun. Tá, né?